Giving Credit is a podcast giving those making a difference their credit. On a weekly basis, we'll be interviewing parents, tech CEOs, financial experts, kid entrepreneurs, and others to learn about credit, education, financial literacy, and building wealth equity. Thanks for joining us. Welcome to this week's edition of Giving Credit. I am Annika Jackson, your host, and I am here with one of my amazing teammates, John Saunders, who is a multiplepreneur. That's my little <laughs> catchphrase, right, for serial entrepreneur, many hats. Um, and that's part of the beauty, I think, of the Kitty Credit team is we all come in with such different experience and different companies that we've founded or worked in. And that's what we that's where we bring the magic, um, bringing us all together to make this the best possible app out there for families and kids. So before we talk about finance and credit, I'd love to hear more about you and how you came to Kitty Credit. Absolutely. And, and just to uh, first and foremost, thank you, Annika, for having me on your show. I'm super <laughs> excited. I'm a, I'm a huge fan of you and your work and what you've done, especially in the PR uh, industry. So thank you for having me. I can't wait to chop it up. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm John D. Saunders. I hope everyone is doing well, and I'm happy to, to ch chat and chop it up today. Awesome. Yeah, so tell us about, you know, some of your businesses, some of the things Absolutely. that you've done, and then how did you end up getting into the Kitty Credit family? Yeah, definitely. So we really are a family, right? <laughs> we are. We are. So. It's a big fam, you know, and it's, it, that's what it's about. So, so for me, you know, I've, I started as a, as a creative, you know, I've always been in kind of design and development and I love the creative process. And so uh, being a founder, especially a founder with a web design and branding agency, we always were working with clients and collaborating and helping them build their businesses. But as you know, once you get an idea and a spark and an idea in your head, you have to get it done. And so that really stemmed uh, about three or four years ago. I can't even remember, but I was running the agency um, and we're a completely remote agency with a remote team. And we're working with clients. And I decided one day where I was like, there just isn't a lot of financial literacy in our community mm. in regards to content that spoke to, that uh, speaks to us. Yeah. And so what I thought about was, why don't we build out a platform where we can provide financial literacy tips? And again, it's not saying, hey, choose this credit card over the other. It was more so, hey, here's the information that's out there, organized and structured for you to understand and be able to articulate. And you can make your own informed decision based on this info. And so it was almost like I was inspired by Nerd Wallet and Penny Hoarder. But I wanted something that spoke to, you know, the Black as well as people of color community where they can learn financial literacy tips and tricks. And so that's when I launched BlackWallet.org, mm -hmm. which it was called back then. Now it's called uh, Urban Wallet. And um, when I launched it, it was picking up steam because folks hadn't seen content like this before. We tied in rap lyrics and we tied in... Um, the urban community in regards to things that we were doing. And we try to make it fun and engaging for our consumers. And so Evan reached out to me and he's like, Hey man, you know, I see you got this blog. I'm actually starting this thing called Kitty Credit. I don't know if you're interested. And you know how it is. Usually you get pitches from folks and you're like, yeah, you know, let me see what this is. Yeah. <laughs> I'm probably trying to get some like work, but let me see what's, what's up. So I check it out and I'm like, wow, this is actually a really great idea. And as you know, Evan is a really motivating guy, really humble, um, great dude. And it's like, you want to work and collaborate with them. So mm -hmm. um, that's when we worked together and I jumped on with Kitty Credit. So I've been there since it was an idea wow. uh, in Evan's head and seeing the team grow and develop into what it is today has, has truly been inspiring. Amazing. Amazing. And your creative work is also like unparalleled. 
<laughs> no, I, lo- I love working with you and your team as well and all the ideas that you come up with. So what is your finance and credit story? Why was it so important to you to start Black Wallet, now Urban Wallet, and then continue with Kitty Credit? So, oh man, I mean, growing up, you know, financial literacy is just not really taught to us. We all know it's not taught in schools. <laughs> a lot of times our parents and my parents, they were just like, listen, we're just trying to get by. We mm-hmm. just want to make sure things get done. You guys have food on the table and that things are taken care of. And they did that, right? I had a I had a great childhood in regards to that. And a lot of times when you grow up without money, you don't really realize it because a lot of times your parents can hide it well and you still have a, a great upbringing. So you're not really thinking about it then. But then as I got older, you know, I got into college. I'm 18, I'm 19. I'm horrible with money. I've got student loan debt. I've got a credit card that I'm, I'm thinking, oh, I could just swipe this and I could pay it back later. Not yeah. realizing the APR is like 24%. And so it's almost like the snowball effect. As soon as you get out of high school, you know, you're kind of thrown into the world and you don't really know what to do and, and how to react. And so I started um, I started reading like financial literacy books. Mm. Um, I hate to bring up Rich Dad, Poor Dad, because, you know, Robert Kiyosaki, he's a character. But the, the things that he says in the book and how mm. to create generational wealth and, and how to create a lifestyle that you want to live, it just motivated me to be like, you know what, I need to I need to make sure that I'm doing things now where I can set myself and my family up for the future. And it all just starts with just the fundamentals of financial literacy, right? How to use your money, how to take your money, how to get into retirement, how to get into real estate. And I think back even then, I was like, people always say, well, what's something that you wish you knew at 18? Mm -hmm. I wish I knew that one, you could buy a house with three and a half percent down, right? Buy like a two or three bedroom, live in one bedroom, rent the rest out. And now you at 19, 20 years old, you, you maybe see three or four G's, you can purchase a home. And now that becomes a nest egg for your next 20, 30, 40 years. So um, that's, that's what kind of got me into financial literacy. Wow. And I've just been obsessed with it since. <laughs> <laughs> that's really amazing. I wish that that's something I'd paid much more attention to. I mean, even through my twenties and thirties and early forties. <laughs> <So. laughs> early forties. Wow. I, th- I thought we were like the, the same age. I, yeah, no, I'm definitely the grandmom of the group. <laughs> so, wow. Um, you know, I just got that that color in my skin that gives me a little youth. Yes, definitely. <laughs> um, so, so why is credit important? Why is it important to establish and build up your credit? Especially, you know, you, you have it from both sides, like as an entrepreneur and in your personal life. And I know both of those things, like we have to really manage that day to day. Yes, definitely. Yeah. You know, I think, I think credit is extremely important and I don't think we put enough emphasis on like good debt. Mm. I think a lot of people have the fear of, Oh, you know, I don't want to have debt. I want to be out of debt. And so they don't think about the, the positives of what that can create. Example is if you have a good credit score, one, you can pay a lower cost on your lease or your car purchase. You can pay less for a down payment for a home. Mm. Um, it just, it, it essentially creates this, this trust with financial companies and collaborators where now you have the power to be able to use leverage. And when you can use leverage, now you can do whatever you want to do. So one example is, you know, my credit score was really low when I was 18 or 19. Couldn't really get anything, couldn't really do anything. Um, and so I just got, okay, I'm like, you know, what? I'm going to get a small credit card or maybe 500 bucks. And I'll just, I'll literally like whatever I, I'll only use it based on what cash I have in my debit account. 
So nice. I'll look at my debit account. I got a hundred dollars, you know, 19, <laughs> I got a hundred dollars in my credit, uh, credit account. I'm sorry, my debit account. And you know, that's what I can use on my credit card. So use the credit card up to a hundred dollars, pay it off. immediately. Oh, nice. So just that small strategy, let me accrue points. And now I can buy an iPod. I don't know if our viewers know what an iPod is, but <laughs> <laughs> that's like the first iteration of the iPhone had like this little swirly thing. But anyway, I you still know, got one how, somewhere in this house, <laughs> right? Yeah. I still have one too. It's probably worth a little bit now. Right. <laughs> um, yeah. So I think that, that that was really helpful in regards to just building up credit and seeing how powerful it can be. Then I got to 25 years old. I was actually able to buy my first home at 25 wow. because of credit, because I was, I was, um, I was um, saving money. I was paying off my credit cards. I, I, I kept my debt little to zero. And it was, um, it was a really great way to do that. And so I always recommend folks, especially, especially if you're young, you know, you're early 19, 20, 21, you're probably still sit, still at home, get one small credit card, start to use that to accrue mm -hmm. uh, some credit, and then really start to build up your nest egg so that you can make a purchase. That one purchase could be like a real estate property because that can ultimately become a nest egg. Yeah, absolutely. People don't, realize, I mean, there's that push pull, right? Of the American dream is to have your own home. And some people are like, oh no, it's better just to rent. But really, I mean, so many books point to real estate is the foundation. Like even as a business owner, if you go into a space, it's better to own the building than to pay rent to a landlord because then yeah. that building is yours forever. You, your business goes away, you still own the building. You can get other renters in there. hundred percent. 100%. That's a good way to put it too. And yet, I think people think that, oh, you know, I can't afford a home. You know, I don't have 30000 to put on a home. And you don't necessarily even need that much. You know, in most cases, especially with the FHA, if it's your first home purchase, you can put three and a half percent and you don't even have, to, I mean, you can live there for a couple of years and rent out the other rooms. And then when you outgrow that place, you leave, you put another renter <laughs> in your place. And now, you've got a nice property that's accruing, um, you know, that and you're doing a loan pay down every month. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think we could talk about this issue for a very <laughs> yeah. long time, but I'm going to try to stick to my script. <laughs> you, um, you did talk about, you know, what you would go back and do. Is there anything else that you would have done or any other advice you would have given your 18 or 19 year old self? Yeah, I think I, I probably tell myself a few things. One, don't be so hard on yourself. I think mm. that social media has really made it difficult for millennials and especially like, you know, Gen Z. It's just hard for them to see other people. Oh, I'm 20 years old and I'm in a Ferrari or I'm in a Lambo. I'm going here to Cabo. I'm traveling here. And you're just like, listen, man, I'm just trying to work and get the job done. So I think just one is just don't be hard on yourself. You know what I mean? Stay motivated. Keep working towards your goals, but don't let social media don't let someone's highlight reel dictate, you know, how you feel in a, a certain place in your life. And, and two would probably be differentiating your, your skill set. So there's so many options online to learn new skills. I mean, you have YouTube, you have Skillshare, where I can go on Skillshare, and I can pay 30 bucks or 50 bucks, and I can take a detailed course on UI and UX, right? And then I can use those skills to secure a job in the six figures. So it's, it's one of those things where there's so much opportunity out there. I think it's a great idea for folks to like diversify their skill set by taking something that can be leveraged online. Nice. Yeah, that's that's definitely, especially in this economy where there is so much more flexibility about working remotely, virtually, yes. working from home, all definitely. of that. Yeah. So if you had a hundred thousand dollars in your pocket right now, what would you do with it? Oh, oh man. Uh 
real estate probably nice yeah real estate and then i would potentially put like maybe 30 percent back into the business maybe you know hire some a new person part-time or maybe <laughs> just you know bonus out the team something just to, for something great for morale but ultimately i'd say i'd say probably real estate wonderful so what's the best way for listeners to find you if they wanted to learn yeah. more about yeah. all the different things you have to offer. Absolutely. You could check me out on Instagram, instagram.com forward slash John D. Saunders. That's probably the best place. That's where I post the most. And I'm just completely transparent. So anytime folks have a question or they want to know something, I'm happy to help. Wonderful. Um, and is there anything else that you want to leave our audience with today? Yeah. Go check out the Kitty Credit app. Yes. Download it. <laughs> give us feedback. You know, we love... Um, we just love getting feedback and, and just positive reinforcement on the project and the app and just our team. So go ahead, download the app, check us out, and you know we'll be happy to have you. Wonderful. Um, and since I'm going to add one more little question, since you have been there since it was an idea, and you have you have kids, um, have your kids used it? And have you had any aha moments that came out of that when you've seen like? how you've been able to use it for them to learn things that you didn't yeah. get to learn when you were growing oh, up. It's, it's great. It's, you know, it's positive reinforcement. Yeah. So I have a four-year-old, he's, uh, his name's Logan and he, um, we put his chores in the app and he goes through and, and executes them. And uh -huh. it's, the, it's the positive reinforcement and the gamification that makes it great for kids. Cause they love to see like, Oh, I did something, I completed something and now I was rewarded. Right. And that's the fundamentals of credit, right? You're taking care of your finances. You're making sure that things are functioning well so that you can benefit in the long run. And that delayed gratification is definitely helpful nice. and, and really cool. It's almost like, you know, we do that and then we play like Super Mario Monopoly, which he loves. <laughs> and those small things I think really help uh, kids understand financial literacy from a young age without it being like so like you know shoved down the throat like hey save your money hey do this you know what I mean yeah we've come a long way from I'm and again I'm probably dating myself gold stars yes gold stars the little gold shiny ones <laughs> yeah <laughs> yep, yep I know exactly what you're talking about awesome well thank you so much for taking some time with me in your busy schedule of course. I appreciate of course. it and thank you to our listeners for coming back for another episode of giving credit we really appreciate you. Don't forget to go to kittycredit.com and we'll be back again next week. Yes, most definitely. Bye, y'all. Thank you again for having me. This podcast has been brought to you by Kitty Credit, a mobile app designed to educate children on the credit system by completing chores. Now available in the App Store and on Google Play. For more information, go to kittycredit.com. K-I-D-D-I-E. K-R-E-D-I-T dot com.